everyone. Welcome to Mothman is our friend. I got it right. It's exciting. <laughs> um, I'm Nicole. I'm Megan. And today I'm going to be telling the lore of one of my favorite cryptids, um, the Loveland Frogman. Um, oh so my gosh. <laughs> I think I mentioned this one before <laughs> to you, but they're, I don't know, they're just great little guys. Um, so there's either been multiple. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple. There's a few of them. Um, um, so there's either been four or five sightings of the creature. I'll get into why that there's some discrepancy um, of the creature spanning from 1955 to 2016 in Claremont County, Ohio. Um, so pretty I got recent. my for, huh? yeah, pretty recent. Uh, my information is from cryptidsfandom.com, uh, Cincinnati Weekend, uh, WLWT, which is a local station in Cincinnati, um, a paranormal journal called the Singular 14 Society, and another blog called the Treptopod Zoology Blog. Um, so I'm just going to give a brief description of these handsome guys. Um, they are biped- bipedal frogs who stand about three to four feet tall. Um, oh, yeah. In about- <laughs> <laughs> in about 50 to uh, 75 pounds. Uh, we don't know. Um, and I, like all, how did they know? I don't know. How did they know? I couldn't guess how much people weigh ever. So I don't know. Um, I also don't know who's exactly report. Like I, I, I've heard the three to four feet tall, but I haven't heard in any of these accounts that it was 50 to four, oh. 75 pounds. But yeah wait okay hold on mm-hmm. i thought i thought you said 150 <laughs> and i was they're like little. they're three to four feet and they're 150 pounds <laughs> oh my god pure <laughs> muscle no 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 50 to, to uh, okay. 75 yeah yeah i think um, my brain just added a zero somewhere um like all frogs they have webbed hands and feet and have rough looking skin um, so this is either the first sighting or the second sighting, which I'll get into. It's all very confusing and I got very lost in this. But so the first or second sighting supposedly occurred in May to uh, May 1955. Apparently a salesman who is usually unnamed, unnamed in reports, but is sometimes referred to as Mr. Robert Honeycutt, which I don't think is the same person, but I'll get into that because there's a whole different story with the, Mr. Robert Honeycutt. That's almost the same, but uh, whatever. Um, what so a this, name. I know. So uh, <laughs> the salesman was driving down a road um, at 3.30 a.m. Um, near the Miami River in Claremont County, which is close to a small town called Loveland. Um, something strange caught his eye. He claimed that he saw three large frog-like creatures standing together on their hind feet, conversing with each other underneath a bridge. Um, the businessman parked his car to watch these entities for approximately three minutes. Just, I don't know. but And that's when he noticed one of them was waving a large stick around overhead that was emitting sparks. <laughs> this, is, this is really good so far. Yeah. And that's when he decided to leave. Um, some people think either the stick was a magical <laughs> wand. 
We gotta go. There's some weird stick and sparking stars, sparking sticks. The frogs would scare me more. I don't know why that was the like. Oh no, I'm not getting involved. Um, Frog people is okay, but as soon as magic comes up, I have gotta go. Yeah, the wand can't Uh, do that. So some people think that either the sticks, um, if the stick was a magical wand, or these frog creatures can control electricity through wood or sticks um for some reason the latter theory is the more popular one because wands don't exist i guess i don't know (laughs) (laughs) the the logic isn't like really sound (laughs) my first thought was that it was a magic wand right me too not that they can control electricity through sticks (laughs) doesn't make any sense but um so they just had sparklers. It was near the Fourth of July. Right. Well, it was. It was in May. May. <laughs> they were getting ready. They were just. Cel- it was Labor Day that they were celebrating. Yeah, um, maybe. So, um, early UFO UFO investigator Len- Leonard Stringfield had been interested in the case and knew about this one story from 1955. He reportedly got in contact with Mister Honeycutt after hearing that he had a similar story from 1952. Um, so apparently they are not the same person, but the stories are very, very similar. So I think that they are the same person. But I'm going to read uh, the, what Mr. Stringfield reported after meeting with Honeycutt in 1956. So he said, about 4 a.m. on March night, in a March night, 1952, while driving through Branch Hill on his way to Loveland, Honeycutt saw a beam, uh, saw on the beam of his headlight what appeared to be three men kneeling on the side of the road. His first impression was someone was hurt or some crazy guys were having fun. Curious, he got out of his car and got out of, for a better look. To his, to his surprise, he discovered that the figures were non-human and were about three feet tall. They were not green, Honeycutt stressed, but rather a grayish color, including their garments. These tight-fitting, stretched-over, lopsided chests, which I don't know what that... Crest. I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? But whatever. Which bowled <laughs> up the shoulder at the armpit. Over the bulbousness hung a slender arm noticeably longer than its opposite member. Save for a fleeting pressure impression of something baggy the legs and feet were obscured by weeds and bushes their heads were ugly said honeycutt reminding of a frog's face most mostly because of the mouth which spanned in a thin line across a smooth gray face while honeycutt thought the eyes with had without brows seemed to be normal and the nose was indistinct the plate of the face was um had a paint on like hair effect like a plastic doll he added it was like rolls of fat were running horizontally over a ball head. According to... Yeah. Very weird. But according to Honeycutt, the middle biped and the closest to him was first seen with his hands upraised. They were raised a foot or so above his head, he said, and was holding a dark chain or stick which emitted blue-white sparks jumping from one arm to the other. As Honeycutt approached, he said the biped had lowered its arm with its chain as if to tie it around its ankles. Honeycutt said he wanted to get closer, but by the time he reached the front fender of the car, the little men had made a slight unnatural move towards him, as if motioning to me not to come any closer. For for about three minutes, Honeycutt said he stood still, just watching, too amazed to be afraid. Um, so I Wait, he wanted them to come to him. Yeah, he, he was is, waiting he for was them waiting. to come over. He's like, come on, guys. He was, well, I would say also, this dude is lonely. Because <laughs> he was like, three guys on the side of the road. I got to get in on that. 
<laughs> he was like, these dudes car? are super weird. They look hella weird. But I am going to let them come over to me. <laughs> this guy is not okay. That's He's lonely. I know. Why would you get out of your car if you got three people just hanging out? This is so weird. I mean, they're like, no, we are good. You can, you can hang out over there. We're busy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Man. So, yeah, I think it's the same case. But Spring, Spring, uh, Stringfield said it wasn't. Um, he also stated that there had been UFO sightings in the area uh, the day prior. But there is the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base really close by. So seeing UFOs uh, in that area is pretty common. Um, so this brings us to... The next sighting, which occurred on March 3rd, 1972 at 1 a.m., a police officer named Ray Shock E, sometimes spelled with a Y at the end, sometimes not, depending on the sources, um, was slowly driving on an icy road uh, near Loveland. He claimed that a large animal had darted out in front of his patrol car, causing him to slam him on the brakes. He initially thought the animal was a dog, but when he got closer to look at the creature, he realized it was a giant frog standing on two legs, which is easy to mistake for a dog. Um, <laughs> he said that the creature stared at him like, what What do you need? And then hopped over the guardrail to the embankment, uh, which went to the Little Miami River. Um, there's a very silly sketch that Ray's sister drew based on the eyewitness account that looks very stupid. Um, um another Are these people still alive i don't know that sounds like bad mouthing but you know like they, they kind of deserve it especially the next guy i'm talking about <laughs> but, I'm I, like, maybe one day they're gonna hear this and be like these girls are mean <laughs> email i don't know 1972 i'm not sure they probably still alive probably old oh, um, sorry um Another officer was called to the scene, but did not see the creature. He did, however, note that there were strange markings on the guardrail, but no one took any pictures or anything, so it's all up in the air, which is true. Um, so two <laughs> weeks later, on St. Patrick's Day, another officer named Mark Matthews had a similar encounter near Loveland. In his report of the incident, he said he noticed a large dead creature on the side of the road. Matthew got out of his car to remove the carcass, which, I don't is that part of an officer's job? I don't know. Hi. Why would you... I, yeah, I mean, I is it? I guess because there have been dead animals on the side of the road, like when I like deer and stuff when oh, I drive to work, okay. and they'll be gone. And I I've never known like I don't know. I guess I have no idea. I don't know who it, does it, but I, I do know, know that <laughs> carcasses are it. removed <laughs> okay. at some point. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, when he reached over to the creature, it was like, "Gotcha, I'm not dead," and then like hopped up in a crouch position, and I was like, "Ready." <laughs> <laughs> but the cop ready to fight. Yeah, he's ready to fight this cop. Unsurprisingly, the cop shot the animal because cops in America are trigger happy, which is awful. Um, and I guess the creature was okay. I'm not sure if it was shot or not. Um, but it walked around. The, it walked to the side of the road with its head turned, watching the cop the whole time. Like you disgust me. Like it was like like dog eyeing this cop. Wow. And then stop stepped over the guardrail back to the embankment. Um, so this officer's description matched Shakti's, um, except he claimed that the, this creature had a tail, unlike the other version of the story. So now, over the years, Matthew has changed up his story. He has refuted the claim mm -hmm. that there was a monster that he saw, even though he put it in a report, but whatever. But rather a large <laughs> lizard, specifically a pet iguana, which they don't even get that big, so I don't know what he's talking about. But, that would um, be huge. <laughs> yeah. um, and that has escaped from its owner. And it was really cold at this time, so people pointed out like a reptile. It'd be weird to see a giant reptile yeah. anyway. 
Um, he said that he yeah. intended to kill the creature to show people the body to disprove Shakti's story that there was a giant frogs. This guy sounds weird. I don't know. Um, I'm going to disprove it by showing you this thing that is literally exactly what it is. <laughs> He's crazy, but here's the, yeah, I don't know. Um, also, I don't, I don't whatever. Um, in a 2001 uh, email, oh no, sorry, in a 2001 email interview with the publication X Project Paranormal Magazine, he wrote, oh, yeah. In, yeah. He wrote, it was and is not a monster. It was not leathery, leathery or had wet matted fur, which I haven't seen the wet matted fur description before, so I don't know. He just oh. was listing things, I guess. It was not three to five feet tall. It did not stand erect. The animal I saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had a pet that either got too large from its aquarium, escaped by accident, or they simply got tired of it. It was less than three feet in length, ran across the road, and was probably blinded by my headlights. It presented no aggressive action. I'm um, sorry, but if you're being interviewed by Paranormal X magazine or whatever, that is not, not the description they're looking for. No, they're not. No, no audience, please. Ugh, uh, man. Um, but from what it sounded like, both him and Shakti were heavily made fun of for years because of this tale of the frogman. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is like a common thread in all these stories. Like, everyone's life like if you just a psa if you ever see something weird just tell like your family members or like friends don't like shout it to the everyone's life get screwed don't, like, don't call the tv station yes. which is what happened isn't that what injured called call, yeah, he immediately called the local <laughs> news station and it's still like online you can watch his it was very boring but it was you know um i was telling my friend that story oh recently God. and she was like Andrus Cole does live in Cleveland? That's incredible. I was like, no, I don't think he's real. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> She's very... Uh, I think we should go to Cleveland. I think we should go to Cleveland sometime. <laughs> to find, just drive around for a little while. Find him in the yellow pages. Um, yeah. I think that's what she uh, said when I told her. She's like, you could probably find his address. Like, I, again, I don't think... That's okay. Um, uh, so... Yeah, so he, it sounded like he just wanted to put the stories to rest because he was ridiculed. But anyway. Um, I was at the end of the interview. He was like, stop bullying me. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Um, so this brings us to the final sighting that occurred in August 2016. So it was a great time. We were able to go outside. Trump wasn't president. But most importantly, Pokemon Go was all the rage. This has something to do with the story. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pokemon Go. I, yeah. I, this has nothing to do with this. The Pokemon Go does has something to do with the story. But what my whole grievance with it is that um, I broke my leg really bad right before it happened. So <laughs> I never got to participate in oh the trend. So I'm always Wait, was sad that, about it. Huh? Is that your ankle? Yeah. So I was like that. I was like had to lay down for like four months during that. But anyway, Um, so a guy named Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were catching some Pokemon playing Pokemon Go between uh, love. And when I read the original report that was from 2016, they said, no, that's not a euphemism. And I was like, did anyone think? Playing Pokemon Go was a euphemism. What <laughs> euphemism would that have been? I, mean, I guess I don't know. We still have it's like there's a church like right down the uh-huh. road from us, and they have a Pokemon Go van. Oh, really? Like 
people had like i think they would like you pay i never did it so i can't uh-huh. say that this is true but like you would pay them to drive you around to the pokestops <laughs> and i think that there's one parked at the church down the road it's always there it's so i don't there, think that they'll probably get business anymore right. but. there were people near my laundromat uh and when i used to live in eugene oregon um they we're always near the laundromat playing. So there's like a group of 10 people still going hard in like 2019. <laughs> I have still downloaded on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and the Harry Potter Go one. Oh, yeah. Too. I know. I never tried that one. But um, so, yeah. So they're playing um, Pokemon Go between Loveland Road and Lake Isabella and apparently caught a glimpse of Frogman. Um, in quotes, we saw a large frog near the water, not in the game Pokemon Go. This was an actual giant frog. I took, <laughs> I like the clarification. <laughs> oh, so man. just a water Pokemon, but, um, I took a couple <laughs> pictures <laughs> and, you know, That's probably what I was based off of. I know. Um, what, what is like that tall frog guy that like looks kind of oh, human and kind of, kind of buff. It's just that guy. I don't know. Um, but uh, he said, I don't I, know. Yeah, <laughs> um, he took a, I, or I took a couple pictures and a video because I've never seen one that big. The thing stood up and walked on a tie leg, said Jacobs to WLWT. He clarified he was not lying, stating, I swear on my grandmother's grave that this is a truth. I had not, I'm not sure whether it's a frogman or just a giant frog. Either way, I've never seen anything like it. Um, I took the, I saw the picture and it looks very, very fake. It kind of looks like, it was a Pokemon, kind of like, it just looks like, like, I had this thing, uh, I had, like, this little video camera thing when I was, like, 10, and it had, like, CGI things you could put in your film, so I don't know, it was, like, a, yeah. like, thing that my parents got me when I was, like, 10, and there was, like, little creatures you could put, and it looked like one of those creatures from, like, this would be, like, 2005 oh, software um but anyway so probably yeah it probably was the pokemon go app um so this brings us to this uh what was it um a lot of people think it's a weird hoax which yeah um and point out that the first first alleged sighting occurred when the movie creature in the black lagoon had premiered um so swamp monsters are all the rage um other optimistic folks say that they are aliens just hanging out on earth and they really like um ohio (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and sticks. <laughs> and sticks. Um, and, but if you're a cop who's been made fun of, you're going to say it's an abnormally large iguana on the loose. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. The only person who thinks <laughs> it's an iguana. The only person. And everyone's like, what? Oh. Not only are you going to get made fun of for seeing it, now you're going to get made fun of for denying it. So you can't win. <laughs> uh, just stick to the story. Um, yeah, you're always gonna get made fun of, man. But I think uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually make uh, at this point because we've re-recorded a lot or pre-recorded a lot of things. I'm gonna make a Instagram and then put the weird little drawings and pictures like oh, for man. them. Yeah, so everyone can see how yeah. stupid everything is. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I feel like I was more of a believer before all of this. People yes, stress me out. Me too. <laughs> I like literally every time. I think there's only been like a couple of yeah, them the that I'm like, that yeah, I still about. believe in that. The Japanese, like, yeah, like yeah. the Kappa, I believe Kappa in, is. and I, I believe in the Flatwoods monster. <laughs> like, I kind of believe in that too. But like, all the other ones so far, I'm like, I don't know, man. The, the Mothman, I believe in Mothman. Yeah, I do too. But all the other things, I'm like, man, 
I'm slow, slowly becoming like more and more <laughs> skeptic. skeptic about some of these things. Um, but yes, oh, well. that was the uh, Loveland Frogman. Also, sometimes known as the Loveland Lizards, but nah, I don't like that name. Who, who is that frog character? He's like a children's book frog. Oh, Frog and the Toad? Is that it? Maybe. The ones that is like he the one that wears the vest? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been imagining them as him this whole time. It's just Frog and Toad <laughs> hanging out. Like, yes. Yeah, good. Yes. That is exactly the way that I've been imagining them. <laughs> Hopefully, Hopefully, yeah. It's very, yeah. There is a lot. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the story of the Loveland Frog Monster, and we'll see you next week. Bye.